Hello, welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. And today's edition, we're going to be talking to Carrie Hope Fletcher all about the Addams Family musical, which she's starring in, but also the fact that she's a YouTube sensation, a prolific author, and just about, well, an incredible all-round talent. Hello and welcome to the Musicals and Theatre podcast and in the studio today I have Carrie Hope Fletcher who is, I'm going to list this, singer, songwriter, author, actress and YouTube sensation and you're only 24. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to be reading out when you're 54? The list will be endless. That's extraordinary to have done so much, to Thank be you. doing so much. Thank you very so much. Young. I get bored very quickly. That's all it is. Clearly. Yeah, I don't yeah. like to be sat on my bum for too long. And so I find ways to keep myself busy. <laughs> but also, of course, you started very young. So you've yes. achieved a lot. Uh, tell me about, because I like a Honey Nut Cheerio, I have to say. Yep, that's where it yeah. all began. Yeah, yeah when I was five years old. Uh, yeah, I did an advert for Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, that was, I think it's still on YouTube. Every now and again, I get a random check through the post as well, because it's been sold to Czechoslovakia or some oh, random they? country. Really still? yeah. yeah. I remember when I was about 16, my auntie from America called me up and said, I've just seen you on the TV as a five-year-old. Yeah, it's you very strange. You should be raking it. <laughs> I think it's like 10p every time it oh, gets sold okay, somewhere. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you actually remember doing that? Yeah, I've still got all the pictures of me backstage sort of trying on the Little Red Riding Hood costume because it was, it was supposed to be Little Red Riding Hood going to visit her grandma who is the wolf and then instead of eating uh, me... The Honey Nut Cheerios bee comes in and says, why don't you have a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios instead? <laughs> so, yeah, and just lots of little Red Riding Hood costumes, which was very fun for a five-year-old. And then by the age of seven, you know, obviously moving on now, you're quite mature. <laughs> We're now at seven, yes. well into your career. Absolutely. Um, you're, now, <laughs> you're now in Les Miserables in the West End. At the Palace Theatre, yeah. yeah. It was Little Eponine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was uh, amazing. So just straight away, were you always, your parents just said, right, off you go, into a show. It was me. Get the kids was, working, come on. I was a real madam when I was younger. Were you? Yeah, I Yeah, I was a real handful. If I wanted to do something, I was going to do something and no one could stop me. Um, and yeah, I saw, because my old brother went to Sylvia Young's Theatre School and so I mm -hmm. saw him acting and I was like, I want to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And sort of gave mum and dad no choice about the matter. And so um, I joined Sylvia Young's uh, agency and yeah, was off auditioning for roles here, left, right, and centre, and and getting them. Clearly. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it was very easy to look cute. That's kind of all you, all, all that's required of you when you're seven years old. <laughs> sort of stand on the right point and and give a nice smile to the audience. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> and of course, your brother Tom is yes. a huge star. In, he in, is. In, yeah. Yes, I mean he's the lead vocalist from McFly mm -hmm. and McBusted. And, and is there sort of like lots of competition between the two? No, there's you? none. I think it's it's the age gap between us that has kind of kept us so close. He's seven years older than me. Right. Um, oh, big enough. Yeah. So he was always a very protective older brother, rather than um, I think if we were any closer in age, it would have been sort of competitive, but. He was always very keen to sort of show me how to do things and then was very proud of me when I sort of oh, did them nice. and succeeded, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's lovely. Uh, this, I think this is really interesting. Twice, you have played a child and an adult yeah. in the same production. So one was happening in, in Les Miserables mm -hmm. because you played her as a child and then yep. you played the other one. And the other production was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and you yeah. were Jemima Potts and then you were Trudy Scrumptious. Do you... Does that, is it odd having it been the child strange. in it and then being the grown-up in it? Yeah, for, for Eponine especially because it's the same character, whereas mm. Chitty, it was, you know, two different characters. Um, but yeah, because someone pointed out to me with Eponine that um, when I look back at myself playing Eponine, it's like Eponine herself looking back at herself when she was a child, which kind of you know, sort of blew my mind a little <laughs> bit. It's kind of cool to have that 
perspective in a role that not many people get to have. And so I felt very lucky and very honoured to, to be mm. able to have that. And does that make you like really good with the child actors that you work with now, do yeah. you think? Are you just uh, yeah. brilliant? Are they I, you their favourite? We make up dances backstage. Yes. Like For Chitty, we had a whole routine going on backstage, me and the Jeremy and the Jemima, um, that kind of got built on as we went through the tour. So a new move was added each night, ridiculous things like that. And I, yeah, I have so much fun with them backstage because I remember what it was like when I was a kid and how much it meant to me when an adult from the cast would spend a little bit of time with us. Yeah. I remember how much, like how cool that was. And it made me feel included in the cast rather than just being the kids that are also in the show, um, like on the side. It made me feel like I was part of... Yeah. the team and then that gives you a great relationship with them on stage as Absolutely, well if you yeah, really do know them yeah. and you really have been playing with them then yeah. presumably that comes across and they're all little adults they've all got proper personalities of their own so when you give them a chance to because sometimes they're very very shy and they don't really want to mm. talk but once you give them a chance to have a bit of fun and come out of their shells sometimes they're just the most brilliant children yeah sometimes <laughs> no, well, sometimes well, no. obviously they're the not the majority of the time <laughs> sometimes they're just really boring <laughs> um, I want to ask you about you performed the official Summer Olympics song in 2012 did, with yes. your brother how, how did that yeah. happen? Um, my brother was um, asked to write a song uh, I think a lot of people were asked to write a song um, and my brother's was the one that they picked and on the demo they wanted a male and a female voice singing it so my brother's always forever sort of dragging me into a recording studio being like we need to film my voice will you do it and I'm just like yeah yeah sure whatever I'm free on that day let's go um but then they really liked the idea of having a brother sister duo sing it and so they said well will you actually sing the real thing and it's sort and of so a no-brainer of course we did we, it was a complete honor to sing the Olympic song yeah it was really cool yeah well the 2012 you were part of 2012 which, yeah you know, absolutely when we're all depressed we look back at 2012 <laughs> and think that was a really good it time it was a brighter time yeah yes. it was a brighter time now I want to talk about your writing because not only are you an actress and an obviously amazing singer you also write I do, and you, yeah. you started this what online really mm -hmm. yes yeah I have a YouTube channel and it sort of started from there because um, I've always loved writing and I, I, I ramble and babble a lot when I'm talking on YouTube and so I thought if I sit down and actually write these out as a, a blog it'll be much more interesting and much more coherent and I can actually make sense of what I'm saying mm. and then all of these silly stories I had from when I was a teenager and all these ridiculous situations I got myself into and how I got myself out of them and what I learned from it so I started a blog called All I Know Now as in like compared mm -hmm. to when I was a teenager and thought I knew everything um, and then my sister-in-law's book agent came to me and said, I've been following your blog and I think it's great and I think it'd make a really good book one day. Would you be interested? And at that point I had sort of twenty to 30,000 words of uh, of blogs. And uh, yeah, sent it off to like put it up for submission, sent it off to publishing companies and um, yeah, one of them took to it. Well, it was the number one Sunday Times it bestseller. Was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was an absolutely huge yeah, success. Yeah, it was just bizarre because I'd always dreamed of writing a book and having it on the shelves of Waterstones, but that's kind of as far as it went. To then have it be a number one Sunday Times bestseller, it was sort yeah. of above and beyond any dream I could have had for it. And then after that, you decided to write a novel. Yes. Well, which... that fiction was what I, where I felt comfortable. Kind of All I know now was um, kind of straying away from what... I felt the strongest. With. Oh, was it? Yeah. So you thought fiction would have been your first love yeah, to write? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it just so happened that the YouTube channel sort of took off and I started writing about the things that I did when I was a teenager and that just kind of accidentally became the first book. Um, 
but yeah, and, and I sent I sent this synopsis and sort of the first 10,000 words of a novel that I had, just sort of just by chance, like, could you read this mm-hmm. and see if it's okay and let me know what you think about it? And um, she just came back with an email in all capitals saying, I love it. And she sent it off to uh, the fiction editor at the publishing house that I was already with. And the following Wednesday, they'd picked it up. Crazy. It was just just complete madness. And and then now you've got a second novel. Yes. Uh, is that is that a follow-on from the first or it's completely not, no, it's different? It's a completely different story, yeah. So you'll find it quite easy to find ideas for these novels, just churn them out. Well, they've been bubbling in my head since I was a teenager, and now they're all sort of being given the chance to be read and told. So. Yeah. Wow. And so this, the next one's launched in July, I think. July 13th, it? yeah. Yeah. And then will you do, do you think you'll go back and write the non-fiction again, or do you think you're now on a, um, a fiction... Maybe one day. I think it will be a few years before I've got any more stories and advice right. to, to dish out. But, but yeah, right now I'm having fun with fiction. And of course, you're a huge uh, social media sensation with your with your YouTube channel. Thank you. I, would, I would say sensation. Hundreds, well, hundreds <laughs> of thousands of people watch you and watch your watch your films that you put. I watched one today. Oh. I watched some of your rehearsals. That oh you, yeah, they're, put they're in, good fun. Was, those ones, which which was great, but. I know sometimes with social media, and particularly with with young people, there are some disadvantages to mm-hmm. that. And, and and you did recently make a post about body shaming, yes. really. And is that something you feel quite strongly about? You Hugely wrote a brilliant post, about. by the way. Thank I you very much. You Thank that. you. Yeah, I just see it every day, just young girls especially, boys as well, but mainly girls sort of being forced to feel ashamed of the way their body is shaped. And sometimes, you know, they're so young that it's... that That's how that it's so normal for your body to change when you're a teenager and so to make people feel ashamed of it at such a sort of fragile time of life it's just awful i mean it should be it shouldn't happen anyway but when you're particularly vulnerable as a teenager it's just so unfair and we're constantly being fed images that have been photoshopped and tweaked and highlighted and actresses are you know models are made to pose in certain ways that make them look far more glamorous than they are when they just sort of slouch and sit and have a cup of tea at home and it's just infuriating. Yeah, and I think it's something young people now, which when I was young, we, we, we didn't have social media, mm. so we didn't people didn't see pictures of us and no one was able mm. to comment on it, which now is kind of what people do every day, yeah. is take pictures up and see how many people like them, so yeah. people are even more aware Absolutely. of how they look. I think everyone's become very savvy to it now, and we know that Photoshop exists, and that's something that um, we need to be wise to, but it's just so hard to unlearn what mm-hmm. we've been taught over the years by society and media. It's so difficult. Well, anyway, as I say, your post, um, you know, putting people right on the the body image thing was was very commendable. If anyone gets a chance, do get a look at that. Now you are starring in the tour of The Addams Family, the musical. I am. Which, yeah, you've just come from rehearsals today. We're quite close to opening. Are we ready? Do you know your lines? Uh, Yes. Because you've only got about... I think I know them. I think you've got about... Have you got two weeks? Oh, don't. Is yeah, it even as long as that? Yeah, mm. it's two weeks tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Well, you ought to know your lines. Just tell you that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, do you, but you know all the music. Yes. I saw yes. a bit of it on your YouTube clip. As I say, I was watching people you rehearsing, and it sounds amazing. It's great. The fun. music sounds fantastic. It's absolutely brilliant. It's so intricate and so clever and so funny. I think that's. I don't think people are going to expect it to be as funny as it is. It's wonderfully dark and it's just, it's it's beautiful. It's so moving. There's, you know, it's the Adams family and everyone knows that they're a, a kooky clan and they're all very weird. But all of the stories 
that kind of are intertwined in the musical are, are things that families especially can relate to because they are they're just a normal family they're a mother and a father and a a son and a daughter and they go through all the same things that normal families go through but just kind of exaggerated by a thousand because mm. they're they're absolutely mad and it's quite dark but is it for it's for audiences from what age range i mean oh, children to yeah, come youngsters yeah. can come and see it and have a mm. great time yeah and are you going to be able to keep writing while you're on tour? Yes, that's the plan, yeah. Train journeys to and from everywhere, I think, are going to be my, my time to write. You don't stop, do you? I get bored too quickly. That's do you I ever said. sit and do nothing? And no, think, I can't. Don't you? No, I, I've e- I even find it hard to sit and watch films at home now. I have to sit and crochet or make origami dragons or do something with my hands, otherwise I just get too restless. Oh, you do, you do craft as well? Yes. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> have another talent as well as everything else that's that's extraordinary so just to, so to unwind you would do some crochet and yeah. possibly not film yourself and not not be writing yeah. your next novel yes or rehearsing for, that's your, how for your next crochet. for yeah. your next for your next show if you could play any part in any musical what would it be oh i mean wednesday sort of at the top of my list um i'm just i feel so lucky at the moment because i you know eponine was sort of my holy grail of Mm-hmm. Uh, female roles to play and I got to play her and Wednesday was at the top of the list as well and now I'm, I'm getting to to play her as well so uh, I think Elphaba's Elphaba's uh-huh. definitely near the top of my list I'd love to play Elphaba one day I'd love to go green I can one day see you doing maybe that. <laughs> and if you could be a character from any musical so oh. not, not play it but actually be it in real life who who would that be such a hard question I, I, do you know what? I genuinely, I know there's such a cliche answer, but I think I'd love to be Wednesday just because of the family unit that they have. I think the best thing about the Adams family is that they're, they're not a dysfunctional family. They're like a loving, understanding, caring family who are so open about everything that they do and it's everyone else that's dysfunctional around them and can't understand them. But their family unit is so tight and so strong. I think being Wednesday would be... You know, I think growing up as Wednesday mm. would be. But obviously, you than... come from a very strong family yourself. I do, I mean, yeah. You're a very close relationship with your with your brother and, and yes, and yeah. All of that. My so parents, yeah, yeah. So that's nice. They'll be there, will they? Will they be in Edinburgh? No, they won't. No, um, I, I think. I, well, my mum insists that she's at every single opening night. But I've said, give, give us a couple months. Give us a couple months to get used to it, and then we'll then you can come along with the whole family. But they're they're all coming in Wimbledon. I've got the whole okay. Fletcher clan coming. Do you get nervous when your family is absolutely there? terrified? Yeah. yeah, more so than when it's a thousand strangers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there's it's the most nerve wracking thing. Yeah, and you know, there in the audience because <laughs> you don't want to don't want to let them down. So um, you probably don't have any pets, do you? Because you're not. I have a goldfish. Do you? Yeah, I used I to. I want have two. you to name your goldfish. Uh, and and his or her personality traits. I had two goldfish called Port and Starboard. Right. Uh, but Port sadly died about six months after we got him. But Starboard's two now. Starboard's swimming along. He's strong. He's a very big goldfish. I didn't expect him to grow as big as he is. Um, but like he, jaws I, in a bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, he uh, he waves. Does he? I I kid you not. <laughs> he waves every time we leave the flat. I always I always make a point. He's my pet after all. He might not be a cat or a cuddly no. dog. Uh, but I make a point of saying goodbye, Starbird, and he tips to one side and flaps his fin. I'm going to try to believe that. Is I'm he... going to try and film it one day. <laughs> is he... Yes, put that on your YouTube channel. Yeah, is I he will. coming to Edinburgh? He's not. No, no. no. My mum's going to. Well, I haven't even asked my mum yet. Mum, if, yeah. if you're listening, can you feed my goldfish while I'm away on tour, please? <laughs> well, it's not a big ask, is it? No. Really, compared to like, will you take my yeah. six dogs and a cat? Absolutely. Yeah. 
So, but he'll probably miss you if you've got that kind of I think relationship. He, I think he would. He, yeah. 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 Um, well, thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for, for having for, me. For coming in. And good luck with all the books and the YouTube thank things you. and that, and, and mainly the show, of yes, course. Yes, of course. Thank which you so I much. I can't wait to see. I'm really looking forward to it. The yes, let us know I've when heard, you're coming. Everyone will be singing the tunes as they leave the theatre. We hope they so. I'm fantastic. sure they will. It really does. All right. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. For coming in. the musicals and theatre podcast and if you enjoyed that then why not subscribe it's absolutely free to our channel on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can also hear me every weekend morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic 